Welcome to this podcast on digital responsibility. There's a vibrant community across the world at the moment driving forward corporate digital responsibility, which includes a range of aspects from digital ethics, digital for the environment, sustainability, digital well-being, inclusion, accessibility, and more. My name is Rob Price, one of the founders of Corporate Digital Responsibility back in 2017. If you'd like to know more, have a look at the website corporatedigitalresponsibility.net. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 6 of the Digital Responsibility Podcast. And tonight I'm delighted to be joined by Ninian, the MD of the Swiss Digital Initiative, uh, and Christopher. So Ninian, would you like to introduce yourself and perhaps tell us a bit about the work that you do at the Swiss Digital Initiative? Thank you, Rob. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast. It's a pleasure to be here with you uh, tonight. My name is uh, Ninian Pafkin. I am the managing director of the Swiss Digital Initiative. It's a foundation based in Geneva. And the objective of the foundation is actually to bridge the gap between principles and practices. So we want to advance um, action-oriented ethics in the digital age through very concrete projects. And just to give you a, a very short background um, how this initiative or why this initiative was created was because we saw there are numerous principles out there, but all stakeholders are concerned with the same questions. How can we implement these principles into the business practice? And that's what we try to achieve. And that's what we try also to help um, um, the, the different actors in the digital realm. And our very first project is the development of a so-called digital trust label for digital services. That's great. Do you want to tell me a bit more about um, the, because I remember when we talked before, we were talking about certification and badges. How do you give the consumer a greater level of confidence in the uh, way in which they engage and share their data with a particular platform? So so how's that going? Where, where is it now in terms of its development? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, um, a lot of actors and stakeholders in the field are um, trying to, to foster digital ethics. There is a lot, um, a, a huge debate around how can we can we foster digital ethics? Um, and it's some, we even can say there's some kind of digital ethics uh, washing uh, because everyone is somehow involved, but it's a, so, such an important um, question. And um, we think, um, one measure amongst uh, many others, I think it's not one solution um, that can um, solve um, this this uh, this issue. Um, one measure can be a digital trust label. So what we want to achieve with a digital trust label, you can imagine it's some kind of a combination between an organic food label um, uh, and on the other hand, a nutrition fact table. So the idea is really to give the users of digital service more information and transparency, what is actually behind and um, these digital services. So for example, um, yeah, let me give you an example. For example, 
if you're looking for a job and then you go on the different websites where um, you find the, the open open job postings and then you will apply through a digital channel and then you want to make sure that um, your data are protected and you also want to know, for example, is it an algorithm that will screen um, your dossier or is it is it a, a real person? And the digital trust label exactly wants to give this, this information. So it wants to make sure that the user, so it breaks down the information to the user, um, it breaks down the complexity, and it wants make, to make sure that uh, the user can get the fuller picture than we have today. Which is brilliant, and uh, something we've we've di discussed in the past about the um, the ability to truly communicate with the consumer of a service. It's um, in a very transparent way. Um, how they should interact with it, whether they should be cautious or um, open, um, because we know that individuals have, will have varying degrees of, of openness to, to these things. They'll say, oh, no, it will be fine. Don't worry about it. I trust these things. Or they'll have a, a default feeling of caution towards technology in these services. So having some sort of intermediator and for that to be an objective one that says this is our single view of what's right and wrong, it's a really cool concept. In some of the prior research that you guys have done, I was reading through it around the landscape of the digital society. It shows that a lot of these concepts that are coming our way, it could uh, kind of on a sliding scale between challenges and potentials and that um, something can be just as much a, a risk as it is an opportunity for people and there's so much subjectivity I suppose in, in what's right and wrong. How have you been able to balance um, and understand truly what a customer should be comfortable with and find that objective uh, answer in what is a very subjective field? So, so that's a, a very good question. So we are, I mean, it's a, it's an evolving process, and we really wanted to make sure from the very beginning of the development process to involve all key stakeholders. So, um, of course, um, the experts uh, that were uh, responsible for drafting the criteria catalog of, of the label, but then um, in the end, it need we need the business also to adapt it um, and adopt it in, in uh, the business practice. And um, last but not least, um, the, the users, because what we, we took a really user-centric approach. So we um, said, okay, we want to, to develop this label for the users. And that's also why we did different researches. And uh, an interesting point that you, just mentioned uh, Christopher uh, is is this this uh, these different uh, personalities that exist. So there are people, and our research confirmed that there are people. They will always be reluctant to use new technologies because they just they their mistrust is so so big. Even a label wouldn't you know convince yeah, sure. them to to use it. And there, but there are um, other types of users who say, okay, if they got more information, probably this would incite um, or would, yeah, promote more more trust towards them. But I think a label can just be only one tool amongst other um, because 
why is there some some kind of mistrust because of course we saw in the past that um probably some companies they also lost the trust of the public um through um their um non-responsible behavior um and also so so it's uh, it's a mix between the companies or the digital companies need to earn the trust and they need to prove that they are trustworthy. So a label could be one tool. And then of course, um, and we also talked about this just very quickly before, um, digital literacy is a huge topic as well. Um, because what we don't know and what we don't understand is something we worry about or something um, that might trigger um, yeah, fear. Uh, it's, it's something yeah, that leaves us a bit insecure. Um, so, so I think it's also a question of uh, more if people would know more, if people would be more informed and would have more tools to inform themselves, um, this in, in the other turn would probably also help um, in, in using these different tools. Um, but as, as we know, um, it's not just about using tools and new technologies, but it's more also of a mindset and a, a cultural shift, I, I, I would say. So, so it seems there's three key component parts for me. One is consumer demand so and, and understanding. So a consumer understanding the certification and what it means and their level of confidence in that organisation because it's there, the gold, silver, bronze standard, however it's articulated. The second is um, platform businesses or, or indeed kind of broader businesses being comfortable with that certification and adopting it and um, confirming that they are comfortable with being scored that way. And of course, then the scoring process itself. So the independence of whatever algorithm or certification process itself. And, and all three are interlinked. The, in the, the consumer won't trust the certification process if it's not open and transparent and kind of confidence in in its background the business won't trust it and therefore so how how have you, how are you selling it to the various parties I'm, I'm interested to know how you get critical mass of consumers on board with understanding and businesses on board with their support for that certification process Yes, so you outlined in a nutshell the complexity of, of this project. So it, it's indeed um, a, a very complex project. And it's also, of course, the chicken, chicken and egg problematic, that um, it's, it's something that never existed before. It's something that's evolving that also needs to earn trust. Um, so we need to make sure that we get things right um, from, from the very beginning. Um, on the other hand, it's also a process. So what we what we really also want to live, and we are also still we are in the learning process. Um, we we uh, we um, are in a very different place that where we were one year ago, and it's it's an evolving process. And what what we want to make sure is that we are transparent. We that we are also transparent about our learnings. Probably if we have to correct assumptions etc i mean this is all, all part of the process so i think um, the, the the best recipe 
for for a label anyways in the in the analog world um and not in the digital world um but i think it's 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 more of a dialogue and we need to have the different stakeholders on board um so it's it's really um yeah it's a common project between different stakeholders um, from uh, the, the business side, from um, the academia, but also from civil society, which is very important and critical that they are on board as well, because we cannot trust define as a um, foundation. We really need all stakeholders on board because it's a topic that concerns everyone and all stakeholders. And um, yeah, that's, that's, I think, how we want um, to make sure that this trust label is trustworthy and is also yeah earns really um the name as well yeah and um that that phrase you use critical mass well but i guess um success for the initiative might mean that one day um all of a sudden if people don't see a, dis a digital trust label next to a, a website or a, a digital service then they'll ask questions as to why it's not there I suppose that might be that might be yeah that yeah in the long term that would be the, the vision of mm -hmm. course but um but we also have to be to be realistic I think yeah. no no label that we know today that that everyone knows was created within a few days and months so it's also it's a it's a it's a long term process, and we also decided to to take a more iterative approach. So to test and redesign and test and redesign. So it, it won't be perfect from the very beginning, and then we need to make sure that we learn. As I said, it's a, it's a learning process, and then we adapt. I guess government and regulation starts to play as well. A role as well is we see, for example, these days you can't go on a website without being asked if you want to accept cookies. And um, so much so that I think the meaning of that is slightly lost on a lot of people now. It's just something that they accept when they get onto the website or, or otherwise. And um, that, that wouldn't have been around uh, so many years ago if it hadn't been. Um, regulated or made an important requirement so i wondered if you'd received any any backing or any um, interest from government bodies or regulators of the digital world for this kind of piece of work so so yeah you you mentioned also a really important um point because of course um uh, a label is some kind of a, i don't know a soft law instrument it's not really binding you don't have to apply it but it should also you know be uh, an instrument for companies to show that they are going probably the extra mile than what it, what is already required by law and um, so we we believe and we also want to have the government um, on board um, for for this for this project I think it's it's very important that as I said that all key stakeholders are behind some some kind of a digital trust initiative. And I'm interested in terms of the scope of the initiative. Is this for businesses that are Swiss, businesses that operate in Switzerland, or indeed any business with which a Swiss citizen or consumer might interact with at any stage? Or, or, or I, I imagine it's in part 
it will evolve as indeed mm. the program. But where's your focus in terms of the businesses that you're engaging with at the moment? So that is also um, a big question that was uh, discussed internally a lot. So for right now, we are, of course, it's, it's an initiative based in Switzerland, in Geneva. Um, we have um, key stakeholders from Switzerland on board. So the very first um, pilot um, of the label will have a Swiss focus, but our ambition is to, of course, to scale it to a more international level and um, to, to, to see, for example, with like-minded organizations to, to further develop it so that it becomes a truly global label, but it's also a long-term ambition. And, and in the conversations that you've had, have you come across other countries or other organizations in other countries that are doing similar things or or or, um, or or potentially could align with the work that you're doing yes so so what we saw actually we saw there are um we have identified over the last months um, we have identified a lot of different organizations and projects initiatives um, which are doing something similar so everyone is some kind to, is trying to find solutions you know how we, can you make make um, technology more accountable more more transparent how can you give more information there are a lot of um Stakeholders, for example, that are working on some kind of uh, AI audit or AI certification, but also in the field of uh, IoT and cybersecurity. And we have mapped um, all these initiatives because we also wanted to see probably is there someone else that, you know, has already done something similar. Um, yeah. So, so we we mapped we, this 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 global landscape of um, certification and and labeling uh, schemes, and we have mapped around fifty of them, and uh, we're also in contact with with uh, with uh, numerous uh, of them. Um, it's it's. So far, we haven't identified one organization that is exactly doing the same. But what was really interesting was, was the exchange and talking to these different people and to see that actually everyone struggles with the same questions. Everyone has a bit the same learnings. And, and, and so we, we saw that it would actually add a value if we can first of all um, give an overview of what is already there and here also it's an evolving landscape it's a very dynamic field uh, and on the other hand to, to bring these initiatives more together to foster the collaboration of this ecosystem and so so that we don't need to start from scratch um, in other countries and uh, so we are currently we, we just started last week or we had a kickoff event um, a quick off workshop on this uh, this uh, label and certification efforts and we um, want to continue to, to foster this dialogue in in an online format and through um, also a communication channel uh, but we we really want also to our aim would be to bring these together in Geneva by the end of the year depending on the whole health situation. I think the thing for me with a lot of these conversations it's brilliant that you've identified 50 kind of related projects programs um, but of course 
The ideal would be that there is some kind of stronger synergy between them and from a consumer point of view, rather than, and I'm not suggesting for a moment that there would be 50 different badges or schemes that are out there, but but some uniformity within that or mm -hmm. uh, it would, would be great from a citizen perspective. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I'm very conscious that when in the past organisations have looked at standard uh, uniform, unifying standards, for example, it takes forever, and 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 we haven't got forever. This is something that we need to kind of make progress on, on faster. So, so I think I think my question is, how do we accelerate it? How mm. what, what would be really helpful from your point of view that would help shorten that? Um, set of activities that you're doing from being several years to being a year? How could you achieve something better within a mm. year? Uh, what would be your ask for everyone listening, mm. for example? So, so I mean, I can, can only speak um, for what we are doing. We are also trying to find the balance between, you know, as, as you said, the speed, but also at the same time to make sure that the criteria are you know standing for a certain or represent a certain standard um and and it's it's a challenge because of course there are some stakeholders who say no 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 you need at least uh, three years because before you can go out and there are others who are like okay we need something now um i think but of course as i said we are we haven't um launch the label yet but as we we see it today is this iterative approach so that we start somewhere that we test and that we share the learnings we do along the way that others can can learn from from ourselves and then of course we we also call other um for other stakeholders or initiatives out there who would like you know to collaborate on this to probably try it out in in their environment in a different I don't know, country, for example, or a different um, with different companies and uh, digital services, uh, they are welcome to test. So I think it's really a, this probably the best balance is in, in just trying out things, test it, adapt it, and then moving forward, share the learnings and, and going forward to that without being, of course, perfect. We are not perfect, I think. And I think that's such a key thing. Um, and, and when we originally defined corporate digital responsibility, at the heart was trust. And this works with trust. You, and, and, and you're so right to say, you can't just kind of launch something and hope that people will believe it. You have to find a way of, of, of ensuring consumer trust um, and belief, but at the same time, making sure you've got the businesses on board as well. Exactly, and and it's actually to to be also very transparent here. It's a uh, it's 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 um uh, to to bring to align these different perspectives is is of course a a very complex task in itself because the the, the interests um, are, are very different. On the same time, I think they they'll align more and more because we see that user awareness is growing. And in the end, um, for example, for the big tech companies, what makes them most valuable are, are the users. So it's also in their interest to have the, the trust of, of their users. Mm, absolutely. And I've, I've been accused of being the, the doom bringer in the past when I've suggested that the, the, the best way to accelerate this 
um, and almost build, create a pull of society for this kind of capability rather than seeking to push it on them is for some unfortunately a, a bad event to occur where society sees the need for that enhanced trust that we're not just in the day-to-day -day lives but something happens and it leads us to need this solution to support us going forward that's it's how i feel personally it might unfortunately become a mainstream element and uh, hopefully we can instill the right behaviors and that was going to be my my final um, thought on the on the topic really even the existence of the the digital trust label and the the 50 other initiatives out there each of those initiatives are taking the steps to outline what good behavior and an ethical digital transformation looks like for these organizations and gives them a, something to, to target and and frame themselves around and the existence of, the, of that in itself is a huge positive i think for companies out there regardless of the the, the mainstream uptake of the label in itself so it's, it's really positive and it's been fascinating to hear about it today Miriam. thank you so um just in terms of kind of final wrap up um, I just wanted to say thank you, Ninian. Um, I know that kind of the things that you're doing will resonate with many of the people who will listen. Um, and it is an important step forward as we try and give people greater confidence that their personal data is being used in appropriate ways and, and that the way in which the organisations that they interact with uh, is, is done in a way that aligns with their values and, and trust. So, so I wanted to congratulate you and, and everyone else who's working on the initiative. Um, as a final thought, just for everyone else who's out there, what would you ask that everyone does different, something different kind of in the next few months of the year to help move that kind of trust forward? Uh, what would your final thought be? And you mean uh, the trust in general or the trust label? The trust labels, principles uh, of it okay. and, and improving digital trust in, in the relationships with organizations? So, um, I, I mean, what I, what I would call for is to, to collaborate more together. So to, to foster the collaboration between the various stakeholders, because that's what we have seen and experienced in the previous months is that the perspective on these principles vary, not only um, from country to country, but also uh, stakeholder to stakeholder. And um, I think the one there's a one consensus that something needs to be done and we need to use new technologies um, to benefit from, from its potential. But on the other side, there are also, um, yeah, which with everything in life, there is also a, a downside and um, to, 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 to um, steer also these risks associated with uh, new technologies, we need to have some standards. And um, for, for that, I think it, it really, for us, um, what is key to this is, is the collaboration and the multi-stakeholder approach, which we try to, to live ourselves. I don't know if this answers your question. No, no, the, but, <laughs> and I think that's a brilliant answer because of course, what's this podcast about? It's about sharing the work that is happening across the world in areas that relate to digital trust and responsibility. Um, so so if, 
if somebody kind of contacts you in kind of the next six months and 12 months and says, I'd love to know more, I was listening to you on the podcast talk about the work that you're doing, then that's just help us join the dots a little better than kind of before. Yes, so, yes. And that it, actually, it would be also a pleasure because we are also a young initiative and um, still um, building the network and the ecosystem also through, um, I think the report was the first step. Um, we did, um, but we are also happy to be in touch with all other initiatives, organizations out there doing similar work. That's great. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you. And thank you, Christopher.